Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Stop dragging your feet and come on. You act like you'll never get another chance to come and play. We'll be back. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Thank you so, 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 so much everyone who is listening and sharing and doing all the things to help get this word out and to spend a little bit of your time each day with me. I appreciate you so much. And so join me today as we talk about you will get another chance. I will see you on the flip. All right. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about you will get another chance. And the reason why I'm putting this out is because now that most people are starting to realize that this is real and we're possibly going to be shut in for a while, it's starting to hit. And I'm going to tell you that I definitely understand. And as I was uh, doing work today and exercising and all that different stuff to try to stay on my grind, stay on my uh, schedule, I thought about people who this is new. This is your new normal for a while. And I'm determined to just minister to you as best I can, as wisdom will allow, to give you some nuggets here and there to help you make it through. So with this, the first thing I want to say is that when you feel like things are out of control, it causes a constriction. And that constriction that you feel, that tightening of the loss of control, makes you fixate on the things that you feel are out of control. So if you have people that say, I just have to get out and get fresh air, you know, I would ask you to look at what is it that you feel like is poisoning you, that you feel like you don't have the fresh air. Um, My mom, when I was growing up from the A part, she used to tell me things like, why do you always act like you're never going to get to do what you're doing again. You know, she would always tell me, you will get another chance to do this. She used to have to beg me to get off the playground, beg me to stop reading a book. Yes, we were bookworms in my house. Beg me to do different things because I would fixate. And it came down to a lot of things. But one of the things that's um, appropriate for, for today's conversation is that I didn't realize 
I was fighting what I thought was a usurping of my control. Not even a loss, but uh, people were imposing on my ability to have free will. And even as a little kid, I was like, that is not cool with me. (laughs) So I want to kind of like hopefully pass this on to you. Now, I don't know your age group. Um, I am assuming that based on information I get from people, that I'm talking to people from various ages. And I want to also say it is not just one generation or age group that has um, any issues with having to be confined or having to uh, shrink your area that you can travel to and do. So I'm going to just say this blanketly, that you still have control. You really do. And even if you have to reframe it or play a nice little game with yourself to be able to see that you still have this control, I want you to do everything you can to grasp onto it. Because the worst thing that can happen is for you to feel this constriction and not know how to manage it. For some people, constriction when you have a loss or a sense of a loss of control can manifest in everything from depression, panic, night terrors, you know, where you have bad, you know, the the bad sleep. Um, It can manifest in to nervous behaviors, uh, anything from snacking over eating to hair twirling and pulling to scratching, uh, a lot of things. And so this is kind of like my gentle wake up and watch this and be on alert so that you don't get caught unawares kind of thing. All right. And so thank you for letting me set this up. I'm not trying to scare you, but I am saying no matter what it seems like, you're going to get another chance. If you stay in it, if you keep your expectations high, you will get another chance. And how do I know that? I know that because of two components that we're going to talk about today. Well, I have three that we're going to talk about, but two of them deal with this particular point. And that is the concept of infinity and singularity. Now, before you start, don't don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. It's not going to be out there. If you've listened to this podcast, you know we don't go way out there, but we do talk about some stuff. So with infinity, uh, if you will, visualize, pretend, or or conjure up an uh, an the symbol of an eight and lay it on its side. What you have there is the infinity symbol. And no matter what, if you trace that any point that you start and you go through the symbol, it will be a continuous loop going back and forth going. And because of the concept and the reality of infinity we can say that there is truly no unique event, no singular moment or chance where it won't come back again. But we can also say that each point is a singular point where you can make a powerful statement. You can change your life and you can do all the things that you want to do. And that's the wondrous magic of this life we live in. So let's take infinity first and then we'll deal with singularity. And then I have a few other things and then we'll, I'll let you go. 
All right. So with infinity, infinity is the reason why there are many people who argue for the understanding that time as we know it is a concept of a construct that we agree to be in so that we can mark the events that happen in our lives. And likewise, they even go on to say that reality can be um, put into this time construct so that we can all agree on a reality. Okay. And they can also say that reality, I mean, excuse me, infinity goes in all directions. And so if you will, there are different, um, different symbols that people use. And I'm going to tell you the way uh, the cosmologist, the way the quantum physicist and all of the different people working with these theorems uh, try to um, plot this out is a donut. I know it sounds crazy, but just bear with me. So when they say that infinity goes in all directions and, you know, we know the infinity symbol is an eight. So just pretend, if you will, that that middle point where you can, you know, when you squeeze the two loops together and they cross over each other, just pretend, imagine or even visualize that that is the point where every occurrence of what could happen starts and it makes a loop like a figure eight. And so you got all these figure eights starting at this same point. And if it goes into all directions, guess what happens? It starts to look like a donut. <laughs> yes. And so if you squeak, because at that little point where, where they loop over in the middle is the great, is that depression in between. And so that is how the people who do this for a living and uh, do all of these imaginings of realities of uh, times and of uh, planes of existence. Uh, that's how they visualize it so that us mere mortals can understand it. And the reason why I'm taking the time to go through this and talk about it is because I want to ask you, do you think that maybe in one of those infinite loops that go around to make that circle of all of those loops happening, do you possibly think that you could probably experience something again. And I ask this because of the old adage, there is nothing new under the sun. I, I talked about Voltaire's famous statement that says history doesn't repeat itself, but he said man does, but I'm going to say human humans do. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because of the idea of the infinity loop and the singularity. So now that I've talked a little bit about the infinity loop, just to try to get you to understand that just like you have a donut or, and when I say a donut, it's not that the hole is so big in the middle. It's just that it is, that area is where all of the possibilities happen for you to jump to a different infinity. 
And that's where the singularities come in. Now, Ray Kurzweil uh, came up with a uh, concept that talked about AI, the robots, the, in, in, um, the intelligence. And he wrote a book about it. And I tried to read the book. I am, I'm only about a third of it in. And I, it's, it's very, it's very meaty. Very dense. So I'm going to be continuing to work my way through it. It's in the group with a lot of those other ones that I'm working my way through because I, I need time to process and make notes and understand. And so I am reading that book and it is a quintessential book on the idea. And the gist of what he was saying was, is that there will be a singular event when our creation overruns, overtakes us. And I am not here to argue about Terminator. I'm not here to say any of that stuff. I am simply using his idea of the singularity as a jumping off point for singularities in your life. And what I want to say is, is that his theorem, his hypothesis um, is well warranted and documented. And you have a lot of people in the know who agree with him, uh, Elon Musk and the, um, the late great Stephen Hawking's and a lot of others attest to this. Now, it didn't make a lot of news, but it did make the news. And about, ugh, I want to say, sometime back in January of this current year, there was a few articles that talked about the fact that our quantum computing has now reached the singular point that Ray Kurzweil talked about, where we can no longer figure out what is happening. And it comes from the concept of machine learning. And what machine learning is, is you give a computer one or a few, a few things, and then you leave it alone and you say, you must learn everything from here. And the computer takes the few things. It's like a starter kit, a tool kit, you know, a beginner's box. And they start with that. And then as they start to learn about those components, how to mix them together and such, then the computer looks for additional information or it observes and it takes notes and it starts to grow and learn. And because of that and us moving into quantum computing and the difference between what we knew as regular computing and quantum computing is from my, my humble understanding is that whereas most computing had a one or a zero or on or off, quantum computing can take that same one or a zero and make it the same at the same time, meaning that it can be on and off at the same time, which exponentially grows the computer's capacity to learn. And so supposedly uh, in January of this year, we hit that singular balance where uh, those in the know admitted that they no longer can keep up with what computers are doing. Now, that's not to scare you. And you might be saying, well, what does that have to do with the fact that you'll get another chance? Glad you asked. It means that because of how our creations are learning, there is wisdom in understanding it for ourselves. And it is this, that if you desire to 
do something again, have a do over, um, get a, a reset, a reboot, um, be able to go back and change some stuff. You can't possibly go back in time to change something, but you definitely can go back to the middle of that infinity loop and start a new loop. There are ways that you can do this. And we're going to talk about um, control because remember we talked about the loss of control. One of the ways you can do this is through regaining a certain amount of control. But before I move there, let me finish this thought and what, um, what I have in my notes for you. And what I want you to know is, is that you no longer have to uh, confine yourself to just doing what is expected or doing what the, the treadmill of your life says. And the reason why is because when you move into understanding that you'll get another chance, it means that you no longer have to do a job. You now have a role to play that you can choose. And it is usually going to be, if you do it right, it's usually going to be a role that you play that a lot of people will depend on or be affected by. And when you start to do that, just by changing how you think about your life and how you uh, accept or expect that you can change things, you go back to that middle point of where the loops cross over each other. And at that point, that point of singularity, you now are too much for the life that you used to live. And thus, you must move into a new one. And if you don't believe me, and if this sounds crazy, think about this. How many people have you encountered that it might be 10, 15, or even 20 years? For a lot of people, you can definitely test this out when you go to your high school reunions. How is it that? When you have a person who you used to have so much in common with and you go back for your 20 year class reunion and you all are not the same at all. Oh, my gosh, you're not the same. That is because of infinity and singularities happening all the time. And there are some people who, whether they can articulate it this way or not, they definitely know how to quantum jump to different realities. They know how to get to that loop where it's the easiest for you to go and jump into a new, new reality. And that's how people can veer off in various and diverse directions from each other when they all started from one point. And so you can have another chance at things when you start to realize that at any given time, your point of singularity where you jump to a new reality is yours to command. And it starts with understanding that you are really never out of control. You are not. Okay. So now that we have set that up and I hope, oh my gosh, I hope I have ministered that in the way that it makes sense uh, to you. I want to talk about how to start gaining control. There is an agricultural phenomenon that when I used to see it done, it used to hurt my heart. And that is the burning, the uh, burning fields. I t I've told you before in other podcasts that my grandparents kept uh, gardens and my, well, I had my 
great uncle, which was my grandfather's brother, he actually kept fields. And so what they would do every now and again, they would burn back. They would burn the fields. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. And it was explained to me that this was the best thing that they could do because it is a clearing of the soil so that they can get rid of the weeds and make room for new growth. Because after they would burn the fields down, they would then go through uh, clearing all of the chard and, and whatever. And then my um, uncle and my grandfather explained at the time that they would go in and then they would feed the soil. They would put uh, more nutrients in it, you know, to make sure that it was ready, depending on what kind of crops they were going to use. Um, I didn't know that all of the slop and stuff that my aunt uh, would keep in this bend at the back of the house, I didn't know that was compost, but she would just oh oh my gosh so much of it and they would put that compost in there and it didn't look like food anymore it looked like black gold it was so rich they would go and put that in the uh, garden in the fields and they would turn that soil that had quote unquote gone to seed (laughs) back into something that was ready to receive seed and give new life. And I want you to understand that if you are at a point where you're feeling confined, where you're having a lot of regrets, a lot of missed opportunity feelings, don't, don't fret because you'll get another chance. And It's not where you're losing control even. I need you to know that you know that at any point you can go back to that middle and you can hop to a new reality and you can do a control burn. So what does a control burn look like in your life? Well, the first thing is, is it looks like a plan. You have to plan to do away With all the stuff that no longer serves you, all the stuff that has gotten you to the point where you are that you don't like, and it's not going to, it's not going to feel good because the last time I checked, burning does not feel, look, or seem right, but sometimes it's the best thing because it is a clearing and a cleansing, and so dare to go through your life and look at all of the stuff that is no longer viable, that's no longer has any life in it, that no longer can get you to where you want to be, that no longer can support you being able to go and have another chance at something that you might have missed out on. And that can't that can no longer propel you to the future of being who you want to be. And it starts with you. This is the thing that is the hardest part of when we deal with quote unquote getting another chance. Another chance, especially if it deals with people. So say, for instance, the one that got away. I'm going to just tell you right now, this is not what this podcast is about. They got away, they gone. (laughs) But I need you to understand that there's somebody else. And that somebody else will be magnetized to you when you take care of you, of understanding that there is truly nothing new under the sun, that as long as infinity is here, that things repeat. And that as long as you can make your singular events where you get to the point where you can no longer live life as you used to, you are now a different person on a different frequency, on a different level, then you can do this and be willing to have a controlled burn. And see, that's the operative word, control, 
and burn. You're not going to self-destruct as much as you're going to clear and cleanse and purify your life. Look at the areas that it is that you want to do something. For some people, you want to be more, um, you want to have high reputation, higher status, more income. That comes down, when we get to it, that comes down to being clear and being able to produce and being able to learn. Yesterday, I talked about four things that I use to make sure that I can um, go through my day. And that is, I know how to learn how to learn, uh, learn how to think, learn how to work and learn how to produce. And you can borrow that. I'm giving it to you for free. Those four things will help you do a lot of stuff. But likewise, if say, for instance, you had, you think, oh, I had a missed opportunity to be um, healthy. Uh, No, it can, you can make it now. You can do it now. It's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too stuck in your ways. You're never too poor. You're never too rich. You're never, never, never. If you have the expectation, if you know, and if you are confident to be able to start working on yourself, and that comes in to having the ability to control what it is that you burn up, that you do away with, that you purify, that you take all of the crap out and you, and that even when you're looking at your thinking and what your beliefs are, have a control burn on those. Burn up the stuff that hadn't gotten you the things it promised. There are too many times I see people continuing to make investments because the sacrifice, the sacrificial effect is in, is, um, is at work. Have you ever had it where you continue to do something and you and when you get down to the honesty of it, the only reason you're continuing to do it is because you've invested so much money or time, but it's still not giving you the rewards and it should have been paying off by now. But you you feel like, oh, I can't give up on this because it's either too embarrassing, it's too painful, or you'll feel like a fool if you stop. But I'm going to tell you, that sacrificial effect, you need to give that up and you need to stop because that's a lot of how we keep ourselves from doing the things that we want to, from getting another chance because we continue to stay bound to things that are dead albatrosses around our necks simply because we feel like we've already sacrificed so much. So why not just continue to sacrifice so much? But if you know that you can control the burn, you can burn away those chains, you can burn away that apatros around your neck and that you don't have to feel bad because of all the sacrifice that you've done. You don't have to uh, feel like you can't ever enjoy or, or have something for yourself anymore. Stop that. The other day I talked about narrative decline and I talked about how these are the stinking thinking that we do. These are the bad stories that we either tell ourselves or we let roam around unattended in our minds that tell us that no one will ever love me. I'll never be able to make any more money. I'll never be able to get another job. I'll never be able to do whatever it is. And the list goes on and on. Or they're the narrative decline stories that tell you all the reasons why you can't do it and make it sound just as rational. And it's real insidious because these stories are not blatantly screaming that I'm a bad narrative. No, they're very slick. And those are the first things that need to be burned up. In the mornings, there is this process called uh, uh, morning pages. and. Uh, I would tell people, 
If you can't do it in the mornings, then do it at night. Just write down all that crap that's rambling around in your head. Don't try to edit to make it look pretty. Don't try to just talk about the good stuff. Put all the bad stuff down too. If you're scared, write it down. If you're fearful, write it down. If you feel like, you know, you can't make it another day or whatever, write that crap down. Get it out of your head because that is part of the control burn that you're going to do to clear out all the weeds and make room for new growth. And as you plan your path, you're going to start to see that the path gets straighter and straighter and straighter as you do this. And don't think that just because you are uh, going to try to get another chance at something that it's either going to be all bad or all good because you're wrong on both accounts. It's going to be a happy mix, okay? I have some people that get upset when they're like, well, it's supposed to just fall in my lap. Now that I know this stuff, it's supposed to just happen. And that's that's not the case. And there are some people that say, "Uh, is this right? I feel like the other shoe was going to drop. It came too easily. And they're the ones that are thinking that, I'm really never going to get this. And they're shocked. And I'm like, you know what? Don't give up. You know, don't give away the the gains that you've won by thinking that you were supposed to pay some big cost in your life. And nine times out of 10, these people are used to sacrifice. And that's a part of the reason why they're like, this was too easy. Is there something wrong? But it just, it comes down to being able to know that you know that Time is a construct. Reality is within that construct. And thus you have the power to jump to different realities. They actually call it quantum jumping. And if you start with understanding that infinity is a big old loop that meets in the middle. And if you get to the, you know, get to the middle and jump to another loop, you know, and that's your point of singularity, singularity being that singular time when everything changes and nothing is the same ever again, that means you can put yourself on a new life path to get to the things you need. When I first realized this, I think it was maybe about maybe three or four years ago, I was like, it can't be this easy. I guess you could tell I'm I'm one of those people that loves to do that sacrificing stuff. And I was like, it can't be this easy. But then I dared myself and I tested it and it was right. And I was like, oh my gosh, never realized that it could be something as simple as that. So that is why I talk a lot about changing your expectations, increasing your hope and faith, demanding of yourself that you be the person that you want to be and using wisdom to not give up any ground that you gain. And so understand that you will get another chance. There's truly nothing new under the sun. Uh, Infinity goes in all directions. There is no unique event, singular moment, or even chance that you have missed if you understand how to use the infinity loop, how to find your singularity point, and how to jump to the next area, next phase of your life with a nice, good old controlled burn and make sure that you plan your path so that you can have a path that gets straighter and straighter the more you clear out the weeds to make room for new growth. So guess what? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah!
doing. Don't forget to check the show notes, like, share, subscribe. If you want me to cover something, send me uh, um, a message. Details are in the uh, the description for the show in the show notes. And this is a daily podcast. So guess what? I am going to see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.